Welcome to the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea Podcast. I'm Danny Sheriff, your host, certified fertility awareness practitioner, functional nutrition counselor, and founder of the HA Society, and of course, an HA recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice. So please seek the advice of your physician. Are you listening to this show hoping to get some golden nuggets to help you on your way to recovery? Well, great. I hope that you find them because that is exactly what this show is for. But if you really want to take your recovery all the way, completely commit and get on track with your goals, whether they be finally feeling overall healthy, finally getting pregnant, or finally getting back to training, you'll want to join us inside of the HA Society. Not only is this the perfect community to ask questions and get your support and the accountability that you so often need during these uphill battles with body image and understanding nutrition and incorporating exercise, but it's also a hub of exclusive resources for HAers. All of the HA podcast episodes are released in advance and completely ad-free, so you can listen on the go to the raw, unedited versions, uninterrupted. All of the one-on-one coaching calls, of which we have two a week in different time zones, are uploaded to our private podcast feed so that you can listen to events with practitioners and the past community calls as though they were bonus podcast episodes, because I know how much you love to listen to this kind of stuff. And in these calls, we cover requested topics like overcoming the weight gain fears, communicating with friends and family about our HA, diving into how HA works, and debunking the imposter syndrome that so many of us have around this diagnosis. There's also an entire resources section with lectures, workshops, and training from the past events that are hosted by experts like Sarah Liz King, Laura Lyons, Kaylee McDevitt, Holly Dunn, and many more. As a member, you also get direct access to myself and Coach Ashley in the DMs. So if you have personal questions or need individualized advice about your recovery, we're in there answering your questions in the DMs, as are all of our other members in the group who impress me week after week with how they show up for each other it's incredible it's like women are just all becoming mini coaches for each other it's so good the ha society is really the place to be if you're going through recovery no matter what stage you're at whether you have ha or you've got a few recovery periods we have your back and we're all your new best friends so come and meet us at the hasociety.com forward slash join that's the hasociety.com forward slash join and the link is in the show notes for you okay on with the show hey guys sorry about the noise in the background my air conditioner will turn off soon for the time being this is what we're working with so doing a q a today i asked some questions on instagram and i got some great ones and i'm going to do a bit of a q a mishmash of questions so question number one is do you have to go all in to recover I'm a spin instructor 
and I feel I'm losing my identity. And I love this question so much because uh, that second piece, I feel like I'm losing my identity. This comes up for almost every single person that I talk to with HA. They, they're losing their identity as the fit person, the healthy person, the person that always eats well, the person that exercises every day, or the person that is has always been thin. I've heard them all, right? Like uh, growing up, I was always thin and people called me, you know, the runt. And so they start to identify with that. Or I'm a spin instructor and so everyone knows me as that and I have to stop doing that. And like, so who am I and what am I? Um, when we really zoom out and look at this, what an amazing opportunity to remove this obsession with identifying with this random stuff that's honestly bullshit and identify with something new and that's more true for you. You are more than a spin instructor. You are more than the thin girl. You're more than the girl that eats healthy. You're just like to, to be saying I'm losing my identity because I'm gaining weight or I'm losing my identity because I'm not working out every day or I've lost my identity because I'm known for dancing or being a personal trainer or whatever. To say that is to actually be confronted with the fact that you're identifying with something that's not really that valuable. I think what you wanna be identifying with truthfully is things that can be applied to all areas of your life, right? I am someone who is kind, who considers others, who is easygoing. And this could be a good opportunity to figure out what you actually want to identify with. And it really needs to not be these super tangible things, right? It needs to be, you know, the more like identifying with the values that you want to have. So you value being someone who can go with the flow. You value being someone who can't be put in a box, who can't have a label put on them. This is so much more important. So that's that part to all of you who feel like you're losing your identity. Now, the first part of this question is, do I have to go all in to recover? Now, all in is a term that was coined to describe when you fully stop exercise, you hardcore start eating everything and anything you can, eating constantly, uh, maximum calories, eating to fullness. And this is scary for a lot of people, right? Because it's the polar opposite of everything you've been doing. Um, you typically are used to restricting calories, watching calories, you're used to working out every day. So to go um, hard and, and throw everything at the wall, that's really scary. And the answer is it depends. And for many of us, yeah, there's a level of um, replenishing our nutrient stores and our stress levels that does require a hard stop even if it's just for like a week or two, it really depends. And so I can't make that general recommendation for everyone uh, because there are also some people who can just make big changes in their lifestyle. And that's typically like the direction I take with my clients because if someone's coming to work with me, it's typically because they had issues with going all in. Because if everyone could just go all in, it wouldn't be that big a deal, it wouldn't be that hard. So 
typically with those people i'm looking at everything from their job their current exercise regime i'm reviewing a food log of theirs and painting the widest picture their full health history reproductive history and figuring out from there where are the uh, biggest bang for your buck lowest hanging fruit where are all of the places that we can start to figure out um, how you might be able to get your period back without making this like without doing throwing everything at the wall how can we be more specific and see where the big issues really probably do lie for you so that's my answer on that question number two can you talk about eating ex um, eating and exercising for the phases of the menstrual cycle so yes i can and there's some research that people use to base recommendations about like basically to put it simply training less intensely or less um, in the luteal phase and around ovulation and ramping it up and going harder in that follicular phase the first half of the cycle but the truth is the reality is you need to do what works for you and you actually could be someone on the other side of the spectrum who performs better in the luteal phase or performs better throughout ovulation or during their bleed like it's all over the place and I've seen it so really the best thing for you to do is to track your cycle or at least how you're feeling throughout the month and kind of learn those patterns and using that information not so much change your training if you want to you can but it really depends um on your goals and that kind of thing like if you're an athlete there's not a lot you can control about your cycle when you compete and the training program that you need to do so that might actually be less in your control and although it would be great to make these gains and and train at certain times when you feel a certain way that's not the reality of competition uh, your competition could learn, land on the day that you get your period and there's nothing you can really do about that so I, when it comes to like athletes, I like to recommend that we find a way to work with our period without having to like make compromises and say, oh, well, I don't train a certain way at a certain time. What I really think is valuable about knowing how you feel and perform at different part, different times in your cycle is actually just adjusting your expectations. So if you are someone who has cared a lot about their performance in the gym, like beating a certain mile time or running a certain speed, lifting a certain weight, being able to do certain skills more easily than others, you will, you'll know that feeling of like, sometimes it's easier and sometimes it's harder. And I feel today like I'm going backwards in my exercise. So with that if you're actually able to notice oh every time i'm at this phase of my cycle when i do have my period um, i notice that i actually feel this way every month and it kind of removes the power it takes the power away from this belief that it feels really true when you are having a bad day it feels true in your head that you're going backwards but if you notice oh i'm always performing this way at this time it's easy to just kind of like shrug off and take with a grain of salt and be like okay cool in a week's time i'm probably going to feel way better and so you don't have to have this like mental breakdown around your training so there's that benefit to it uh, which i think is really helpful because if you're going through ha now when you do start to reintroduce exercise you'll find that is something that um, is a better experience for you coming back into it 
And in general, if I look at the, there's like one study out there that shows uh, more injuries happen to women around ovulation because of the, the changing of the hips and things that happen to our whole pelvic region, as well as things that happen to you know our body's bone density. And it's kind of changes a little bit throughout the month. So there's some research there that might suggest you want to take it easy. But um, I mean, unless again, if unless you're training at the highest level and you're maxing out on your best performance during that week, it's probably splitting hairs. Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? I thought that might be you. And if so, we have created our best ever yet resource for you. Totally free. This is a masterclass. I've called it my masterclass because I have put everything into this, right? This masterclass is designed for you if you have HA or have had HA and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and you want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy. This is going to be for you. So in this masterclass, I'm going to provide you a lot of things, including a lot of case studies, mine, Ashley's and Mishi's, as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what they had to do to overcome it. And we cover a really wide variety of types of cases of HA. So everything from primary amenorrhea and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well and how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system and how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating of course with this system so lots of information lots of case studies lots of stats we go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases the three phases of HA and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle and nutrition changes. We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much in this 60 minute masterclass. Y'all, I'm impressed. And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining the masterclass. So go to the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass. Question number three, favorite ways to downregulate? Take cold showers, breathing techniques, tech detox. And I like this question because uh, this is a big part of a lot of people's journey. Oh, I'm, I'm eating heaps. I'm not exercising. Like what's up? Well, you're probably still in a really stressed state. And you're avoiding doing anything about it so yes uh, breathing is important yes doing a tech detox is important 100% get off the Instagram whatever like stop consuming anything that is not helping you mentally feel good about yourself and is causing self-comparison but what 
What's really helpful is we just want to be constantly throughout the day bringing you down into a parasympathetic state. So I could really take this advice right now. Before I came up to take this video, I was feeling stressed because I was meant to record in the morning and then all this stuff happened and I couldn't and now it's one o'clock and this is, I'm, I'm only able to record now and my husband was trying to talk to me and I just was like getting more stressed because I felt like it was getting in the way of me getting back to my desk so I could do what I need to do. And what I, that's an opportunity for me to like slop, stop, slow down. I'm letting myself get worked up over nothing. And I'm letting this happen constantly throughout the day. And it's bringing my body into a stressed state. And I, what I really need right now is to be in a parasympathetic state as much as possible. During HA recovery, we want to be not spiking cortisol. So this means not drinking tons of coffee. Sir, I can't talk. I have been doing that lately. It's not great. Well, we should not be drinking that much coffee. We should be taking it easy on stimulants in general. We should be trying to wake up after a really restful night of sleep in a not in a crazy alarm environment. We should be eating breakfast before we go for a walk. We should probably not be walking all that much. We should be doing workouts in the afternoon after having had substantial amount of meals during the day, all of these things. And each time we approach a anxiety inducing moment, which could be catching a glimpse of yourself in the mirror if you're still struggling with body checking and that kind of thing. Um, it could be any moment of self-comparison. It could be each time you have to eat a meal, it's stressing you out. It could be work, it could be interactions with certain people. Big deep breath, big slow exhale. Bring yourself back down into the parasympathetic state and keep yourself there as much as possible. That's kind of my number one tip for downregulating because it is the most, uh, it's the easiest to do, right? It's You're doing it constantly throughout the day. It doesn't cost anything to do. You don't need a fancy device for it. You don't need to set aside 10 minutes a day to go and meditate. Like you're able to utilize this throughout the day. Notice you're having a moment, anything that's making you feel a certain way and take a deep breath. And you could even do this in between tasks. So big deep breath, you're about to do the laundry. Big deep breath, you're gonna sit at your desk. Big deep breaths, you're finished. You're about to get on a meeting. Like in, inserting this throughout the day is a helpful way to bring your parasympathetic state down and reduce cortisol and, and chill out because those cortisol, insulin, those things spiking from the stress response, um, they're the boss of what happens to estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, FSH, LSH. They're, they're, they come, it comes first. So if you're not addressing the stress piece, if you're not helping your body downregulate, you're gonna have a bad time. Last question. I want to start strength training, but my period is still missing in action. Is this a bad idea? Yeah, it is. Until you're, you're, I get that you want to start training, but that is not a sign that you should start training. That is your, your disordered eating voice probably in your head saying you should train and like you miss this and yada yada. And an element of that is true and valid and training is good for us. Resistance training is good for us. But right now you have an injury that you need to heal, right? If you were asking me, hey, I wanna start 
uh, squatting again, but like I still have a broken foot and a torn patella, you know, I'm gonna say no. And that's, no one's gonna argue with that. But with this, this comes up all the time. I want, but like exercising is my stress relief or, but it, but it feels really good. Or I just don't think that that's the problem for me. And the truth is that it is. I'm a huge fan of strength training. Throughout my recovery, I did do some very like very easy strength training. I will have lost strength. I would have lost strength for how light I was doing it. It was very, very light. It was very infrequent compared to what I was doing prior. And I probably would have got my period back sooner had I not done it. But um, at the end of the day, like, yeah, it's not moving you forward. Sometimes with clients, we introduce it because I can see on the metrics that their body's in an okay place, but mostly because they um, are showing signs that like not training is way more stressful for them at the moment. And this is a very rare case and it shouldn't be used as an excuse to train that like, oh, it's more stressful for me to not train. So I'm going to train. Like you need to be really careful with that. And I think you need to get an unbiased third party opinion. So me trying to be as neutral as possible and considering all the variables here, yes, there are some people where maybe you can train again, but for the absolute most part, it's not gonna help. And for the absolute full part, you will recover sooner and fully if you do not return to strength training right now, especially if strength training is what got you here in the first place. I hope this was helpful guys. I really enjoy doing this Q and A. So make sure you head to my Instagram so that you can ask future questions next time. And please subscribe to this channel. Do it, do it, do it. Because I release videos weekly now, apparently. That's a new thing that I'm doing. So you don't wanna miss a beat. Thanks guys. Hey there, it's me, Danny, And I wanna tell you about Temp Drop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So TempDrop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device so you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking. All of us at the HA Society are. And that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping, but once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. 
So TempDrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature. This includes tracking your cervical mucus, if you've been using OPKs, and then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place, and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period, and if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy, or you want to chart for health reasons like HA recovery, making sure your cycle is not slipping back in the HA direction, TempDrop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the TempDrop, and we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHA Society. I think too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and, and use um, AFHA Society at the checkout, that will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is, of course, dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there, but I may even recommend it for just everyone in general. Get your husbands on it. Get your partners on it. If you have a history of HA and add on top of that, maybe a history of the pill, maybe you've been pregnant before, you know, through treatments or other, like you've just, your body's been through anything, you know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, Eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural this is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef. And my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp, which is important for overall thyroid function, which is often low in women with underperforming hormones. So rather than eat seaweed snacks every day, I get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine. So if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now, do not skimp the nutrient-rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society.
Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.